Hi everyone, welcome back to the fifth episode of Open Heart Podcast. Today I'm back with two more folk tales. The first folk tale is titled Kong Liang Otsu. It is an old Aonaga folk tale, and I will be sharing the story. So, it was a long, long time ago. It was in the age of dreams and magical times. So it was a time when the gods and human lived together side by side. Just, I don't know, just imagine the time because now and that time, I mean, how long it would have been. So it was in a particular Ao village. Ao is uh, one of the tribe from Nagaland there lived a particular family with two daughters okay and one fine day their parents decided to go to their Joom field for work and leaving the two girls alone at home so the time of the year was considered or understood to be around you know end of july and august or early august so the parents went to their field for work early in the morning while the girls two girls were home alone the elder sister decided to divide their chores of work at home the elder sister told her younger sister to go to go and fetch water and also to bring firewood and while she will clean the rice and she will prepare the pig's feet so the younger sister readily agreed and she went to collect the firewood wood by the time she reached home with lots of firewood she was hungry and when she asked her elder sister to give her something to eat as she could not continue her chores with an empty stomach. The elder sister just ignored her younger sister and sent her to fetch water and told her to fill all the pots and containers with water. The younger sister had no choice but to listen to her elder sister so she went out and started fetching water and she filled all the pots and container with water by now the younger sister was you know extremely hungry and she cried out to her elder sister to give her some food but the elder sister instead of feeding her starving younger sister she demanded her to open her palms and she started to heat her palm with the hot rice ladle the younger sister who was now so hungry and she was tired after so much hard work and now she had and now her elder sister was heating her all this summing up she could not bear the sadness and she ran outside their bamboo balcony 
and started crying loudly. Meanwhile, their parents were returning home from the field. They were very happy and they were in a very good mood because they had their baskets full with fresh fruits and vegetables from their fields. They were eager to meet their daughters and show them what they got from the field for both of them. However, when they reached their house and they went inside, they found only the older sister at home. Where is your sister? The mother asked. Then the older sister lied to her mother that she was doing all the hard work at home while her younger sister was just pl playing around all day and loitering around and she was not helping her at all. And then the, younger, uh, the elder sister pretended to be very busy. Then the parents rushed outside to look for their younger sister. They knew very well the behavior of both their daughters and concluded that, that the older sister must have done something to hurt her younger sister or hurt her feelings. So the parents went out and they started calling out to their younger daughter and shouting that they had bought for her cucumber, maize and other stuff and that she would be given the first chance to eat whatever she wanted. But the younger sister, she was hiding behind their house and she had heard every lies her older sister told their parents and she could not bear the injustice injustice and hatred of her elder sister so she climbed up the nearest tree and she transformed herself into a small bird though the parents searched everywhere they could not find the younger sister finally when they came near the tall tree they spotted a small bird and the bird was singing a mournful song which translated it goes as older sister sent me to fetch water older sister sent me to fetch firewood no one was not once was i given rice and meat so better to live in the trees where am I supposed to stay? Where am I supposed to stay? Repeating this song, the small bird darted from tree to tree and eventually it flew off into the thick forest, leaving their parents heartbroken. Till today, when people hear this small bird singing Kong Liang, Kong Liang, Kong Liang, they know that it's time to harvest their jum cultivation, their fields. This story was told from generation to generation with the reminder for the parents to teach their children to love one another. The song Kong Liang, which translated as Where Am I Supposed to Live? is a constant lesson for older sisters and brothers to care, provide, 
and sacrifice for their younger siblings so that the younger ones will in turn treat those younger than them in the same good manner. The owls believe that the younger ones must be cherished, protected, and taken care of and that the younger ones must be obedient and respectful of those older than them. So the second story is about Gina and Etiben. The folktales which I have shared will not make sense if I didn't tell you guys about the famous love story of Gina and Etiben. The stories of Aonaga tribe from Nagaland. This legendary tale of Gina and Etiben is about, you know, two lovers separated by a huge wealth gap and family objection. And then the sad part was that they could never come together as a married couple. But for the owls, this story were told from generation to generation and is a symbol of unshakable love. So I hope you guys enjoy the story. Here it goes. Gina was a man and Itiban a woman. They were the residents of Mopungchuket village in Mokokjung, Nagaland. So it was maybe around uh, 12th century that happened. Gina was considered to be a brave and strong warrior in his village. He was also a highly skilled player of the cup violin, which was a stringed musical instrument made of dried gourd. But his family was poor, whereas Itiben was the daughter of a rich family in the village and she loved to decorate herself with ornaments and she is said to be very beautiful. She had the skin like the color of amber and with big dovey eyes. Despite the differences in their family, they found love and the two fell in passionate love. They both knew about their differences and family wealth gap and felt their love would never be approved. They didn't feel comfortable declaring their love publicly in the village, so they had a secret meeting place in a village named Longcom. So it was a village 18 kilometers away south, and they would go together whenever they planned to meet there. So on their way to this secret meeting place, they used to walk along a certain trial in the forest and they used to take breaks while walking for hours and sit on the stones every time they sat Gina would play his violin and Etiben would listen to him to him sometimes she too would keep herself busy taking off her ornaments cleaning them polishing them and wearing them again they walked and walked until they reached their spot where the hill finally ended in a cliff overlooking the valley valley of famous Doyang River. I can you know imagine the beauty and 
the scenery they were surrounded in while they spent time with each other. So here they would just sit for hours, happy in each other's presence, happy to be together. Then they would make sure to come back home before someone spotted them and complained to their families. Despite them trying to hide their relationship, Etiban's parents did come to know and they made the two lovers confess their feelings for each other. Etiban's parents knew that the poverty Gina lived in was too bad and was impractical to take care of their princess-like daughter, Etiban. They doubted Gina's ability to provide for Etiban in day-to-day -day life. So those were the days when men used to pay dowry to marry a woman. So this was to prove, the dowry was to prove to the bride's parents that the groom was rich enough to provide for their wife and for his future children. The dowry usually consisted of goats, cows, poultry, oxen, etc. Keeping with the tradition, Etiban's parents demanded a dowry of cows and oxen from Gina, and Gina knew that he had no way of prowing the cattle with his poverty, but he accepted the challenge to provide dowry to prove to her parents. Etiban wanted to protest because he knew that she knew that Gina was not a rich man, but she also knew deep down that nothing could change her parents' mind. So instead, she decided to wait for Gina and hope that a miracle will happen so that they can be together no matter how long he took. Gina tried several ways to procure the cattle dowry, but his poverty worked against him and he had to give up. Then, there was a certain rich man named Tenyor in the village who wanted to marry Etiban because she was a beautiful woman like I told earlier. He was a rich man, so with his abundant wealth, he quickly wasted no time in getting the dowry and presented it to Etiban's parents. And they were so happy that they have finally found a rich man for their daughter. Etiban had no choice, but she had to obey her parents and her marriage was decided. She tried several tricks to postpone her marriage with tenure so that so that Gina can come up with something and so that she will be able to go back to his lover. Even on the days just before the wedding she faked as though severely sick and she remained she remained bedridden so that the marriage could could be postponed but in the end she had no choice but to marry tenure though etiban was married to tenure gina never got angry and never lose temper at etiban he acknowledged that she was a victim of circumstances and continued to care and love for her dearly deep down in his heart.
Meanwhile, though married, Itibin's marriage to Tanya was not a happy one. Gina, her old lover, was an empathetic man and he respected Itibin and loved her exactly for what and who she was. But on the other hand, in this house whom she was married to, her husband Tanya treated her the complete opposite of Gina. Tanya had the mentality of a manipulative businessman, so, and for him, Itiban was a mere housewife who should do all the works, all the chores. Itiban could not, could no longer be herself, but had to fulfill the role that was expected by her husband. Itiban felt like a prisoner in her own home and soon could not take it any longer. While her husband Tanya was away for the day to see his vast farmlands being worked on by his laborers, farmers, Itiban slipped out of the house and started meeting her old lover again. With Gina, she found love, she found comfort, she found peace. And while their secret meetings continued, one of Tenure's men spotted them and reported it to Tenure. He was so angry that when Gina, when Itiben returned home, he trashed and hit his wife Itiben that she was left she she was left seriously injured and she was left on the field alone not being able to move i think she was like left there to just die with the injuries somehow luckily Gina came to know about Itiben's condition and he brought Itiben home and started nursing her wounds very carefully the wounds were so bad that Itiben, she would cry for hours and Gina would comfort her, always staying by her side, day or night. The wounds started making her so sick that she finally passed away. With Itiben's death, Gina was filled with so much grief that he, he was in a complete depression. He stopped eating, drinking or sleeping. His grief and depression had ill effects on his body that he too died shortly after Itiben's death. After knowing the death of the two lovers, the villagers decided to cremate the two lovers' body together. And when the procession was going on, the villagers swear that they saw magically shaped wisps of smoke emerge from the fire. The smoke seemed to have the shape of two persons who resembled like Gina and Itiben. They also seemed to be holding hands while ascending to the sky. Thus, they concluded that the two lovers were happily now united in the afterlife so guys this is the two folktales that i had to share i hope you guys enjoyed it and i will i will be back with more folktales 
in the coming week. So have a nice day and take care.